This week on Survivor. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our podcast. Welcome, welcome. Yahoo. Same, same, but kind of different. Welcome. We're excited for another week of Survivor. For me, this week, the only reason I knew it was Wednesday was because of Survivor. That's true, yeah. Melissa's on lockdown here. I'm on that work from home grind as they say yeah i'm as they say essential so uh i'm still working yeah so hopefully that when you're listening to this you are staying safe and maybe it's bringing a little bit of uh normalcy to your new way of life and a reminder that it is friday time to do all the things on the weekend yes weekend is right ahead uh and yeah it's hopefully this is distracting you guys it's also distracting us as well which is super nice um when we get to do this it's what we've done since episode one Mm -hmm. so for us just to come home well melissa's already home (laughs) but you know to to get here and start doing the podcast like what re-watching the show together and then starting to to do notes and recording the podcast and everything and then kind of brings brings a nice little well like you said a sense of normalcy and distraction so let's jump on in to our 30 second recap ayo and it's my turn to go first first. okay ready i'm gonna try a different um approach just so everyone knows my eyes are shut this week usually they're open so we'll see if I can like rewind and play the episode back in my eyes. Okay. I won't tell you my prediction of how this goes. Okay. 30 second recap in three, two, one, recap. So it starts on the edge of extinction. Parvati shows up. They're all like, what? And then Sandra shows up. Oh my gosh. She decides it's not for her. She's forfeiting. Her game is over. Then we see the tribe with Yule and Wendell and uh, Michelle, and they're all talking. And then it goes back to the edge of extinction. Adam is, or Ethan is kind of sad. Parvati's cheering him up. And then they have a, a, a challenge, and they have to go find four fire tokens at the top. And Rob runs, and he finds them. And where is he hiding them? Whoa. Tyson finds one because he's awesome. <laughs> Good. That was good. Yeah, that was good. Thank Even you. ending on such a good note. He's awesome. Okay, that went a lot better than I thought it would. Thank you. The the eye closing really helped. Did <laughs> it? <laughs> okay, I will get thirty seconds on the timer for you, my friend. Okay. Okay. In three, two, one, go. Uh, Tony's running a race against nobody. Uh, Yara's eating PB and J's. Uh, where's the idol? I don't know. Who knows? Uh, uh, Wendell keeps talking to Jeff during the challenge. Uh, they have to bring a big saucer full of water. Yara wins. And then, uh, uh, oh, uh, Yule gets voted off. Do I still time? Yeah. Wow. Okay. I just realized we have very different senses of time. Well, I guess so. I think because you think about the 30 seconds. Yeah. And then 
I don't. <laughs> I try to just talk fast. Yeah. Wow. Okay. So we hit some things. We missed some things. Bottom line is you're, you're all caught up. You're all caught up. You got recapped. <laughs> I like that. We'll keep that. Thank you. Okay. So now on to the theme discussion. And this week it is motivation. Motivation. Mm-hmm. Activation. No, motivation. All right. Well, I'll do my classic thing and talk about the lack of said topic because it is the biggest thing. Sandra. Okay. Or Sandra, if you're Tony. Sandra, shark, do, 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 (laughs) do. You're welcome, everybody. It's going to be stuck in your heads. So, yeah, Sandra, her lack of motivation. She's done everything this is sandra quote paraphrase she's done everything there is to do on survivor has nothing left to prove can't do the challenges so what's the point she goes home Hmm. i don't think like i think if someone heard your description right there they'd be like oh so she just gave up whereas i felt like she had a very like she made the call because she knew it wasn't going to do anything for her. Like, I think it was more of a, I don't know, not like a defeat, but like a surrender. Mm-hmm. But still, the motiv- there was not really, there's mo- no motivation to go on. But um, I think it was a bit more like dignified than maybe the way you described it. Yeah, I, I yeah. Um, my, my description was a very blunt paraphrasing mm-hmm. of what she explained. Yeah. Um, but uh, to me, that was like a lack of motivation. You know, what does she have to prove? Everybody goes on Survivor. Every single person who's been on Survivor said, it was just nice to prove it to myself that I could do it. Mm-hmm. That I could last that long. And... She just kind of went, oh, you know, I can't do the challenges. What do fire tokens bring this this season? Yeah, she didn't really give it a chance to develop. She didn't give it five minutes. Uh, but I also believe that, like, a strong theme this whole season is that we have old players and we have new players. And there's a new game and then there's the way that the old schoolers used to play. Um, and... Obviously, Edge of Extinction is a new way of playing, and uh, it seemed like Sandra just wasn't open to a new kind of game, mm-hmm. right? Like, she wasn't going to give it the chance, right? So, and also, to be fair, she had just spent thirty days on an island previous to this, mm-hmm. with only ten days in between. Yeah, so she. She's tired. However, she, on her way out, and I wanted to ask you about this, on her way out, she said, well, you know, I'm gone. I'll still be the queen. Mm -hmm. Is she still the queen? I think a lot of people would say yes. Okay. I, as I've shared, I don't buy into the whole, like, I don't really like her play. 
I'm not going to call her the queen. Mm. Um, I I have full respect that she's won twice. That's like major accomplishment. But I just don't think it's done in the way that I would like to see it be done. Um, That's totally fair. So, I wanted to ask you because you have seen her play before. Yeah. Whereas I haven't. I've seen her help players last season. But I've never seen her win. And to me, seeing her just quit would completely put her off her pedestal that she puts herself on or other people have put her on. Yeah. I would not... I'd, I would, I'd be hard-pressed to keep calling her the queen from my own knowledge. So if there's anybody out there who's huge Sandra fans, I'm just saying. Yeah. From my personal perspective. And I just think that, like, I, I wouldn't say it's a quit because she played to the full extent of her survivor history. Right, like once you got voted out, up until two seasons ago when they introduced Edge of Extinction, when you got voted out, you were done. And so I think you could even say that she's like just respecting the game more, not more, but she she's not gonna... Like respecting the old style of play, yeah. like how she played, like once you're voted out, you're done. You're done. So That's fair. That's a good I don't point. Know. But on... Sandra and motivation uh she kind of opened up about why she gave Denise her idol and it was all like based on emotion and Mm -hmm. as well as the motivation to provide for another female player which I can respect like I I like that we haven't had a female winner in a long time so Sandra did let that like priority um get in the way of her game obviously and then uh she she got got by it mm-hmm. so I thought, I, I thought i saw a lot of vulnerability in sandra on her like exit interview mm-hmm. there's like a lot of vulnerability there that you don't usually get it's a, it's very like brick wall kind of personality yeah which was quite nice mm-hmm so I I have to be honest, I got a little emotional when she was deciding to leave because it can't be easy uh, to to decide that. And as someone who has had two successful games of Survivor, to decide to walk away from um, another shot. Okay, uh, so something that we both missed in our recaps was when uh, Michelle gave Wendell her fire token. Which we all came, that. came out of nowhere. Yeah. Thank gosh for flashbacks. But um Oh, this was the episode of flashbacks. Yeah. We'll get to that later. <laughs> the whole I I would have to think she was motivated to do that to keep him in her pocket or mm-hmm. whichever. So uh you know, once yeah. again we saw fire tokens come into play a ton and they they motivated that move for Michelle, I'm pretty sure. And then I think they motivated the vote, which ended up sending Yule home and Yule's whole move to get the fire tokens uh, made him a threat. So like... Which was really strange because Wendell had that same drive or the same motivation last episode Yeah, Parv. Yule brought that up. Then he started having, he started to push to receive 
But those. it was Michelle. Michelle was like, um, yeah, I'm okay, but I, I'm just thinking if I vote Wendell out, I'm not going to get my fire token mm-hmm. back. And then Yule was like, I can help you with that. But then took it to the extreme or yeah. to a point that made Michelle and Nick feel uncomfortable with his gameplay right. and then ended up being the reason he got voted out. So mm-hmm. I'm really liking that these fire tokens are coming into play. I can't wait to see what they actually do other than buy peanut butter. But um, yeah, I'm, I'm liking it. So yeah, they, I'm, they I'm seem really to be excited for the fire tokens because it's definitely going to be for the merge. And oh, I yeah. really, really, really believe that it's going to get you off of extinction somehow. Maybe not your own, but maybe somebody can buy you back in. Well, I don't know. Hmm. There's going to be some kind of thing to get fire tokens and like serious advantages. I'm looking forward to it. Because that seems to be everybody's motivation to get as many fire tokens as possible. Didn't you see when that porky chap hustled up the hill? (laughs) Yeah. That's right. I got to use it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's a whole, like, they're really, really pushing it for these fire tokens. So Mm -hmm. do you want to talk about that next? The Edge of Extinction? Yeah. Porky chap made it to the top. He's not the best looking runner. He he's gonna he kind of had a funny wobbly start to start running, but he made it up, and like we said, episode of flashbacks, sneak attack. Because I, me and Melissa both really, really, really tried to figure out where he hid them. Yeah, if you guys haven't saw, even said that he had them all, you didn't even explain the flashback. Okay, sorry, I thought I. Hopefully, you guys watched the episode. If not, big spoiler alerts already happened. And some more ahead, but, um, yeah, the fact that they all had to go find them, which I'm sure Ethan is kicking, well, no, Ethan's a really nice guy. I was going to say, I'm sure he's kicking himself for not opening up that package, not with everybody and like hiding it. Cause I know that's what Natalie would have done. Mm, I'm sure there was push from the producers that you have to. Yeah, I guess probably. Uh, anyway. So they all race up to cho- to go find the fire tokens, leaving the rice on the fire. Big deal. But Amber took it off. Did she? Yeah, you see the top of her baseball cap. Like, stick uh, behind. Stay, stay behind to save the camp. <laughs> save the rice. That's nice. Um, yeah, she's like the one who doesn't bolt away and is like, seen. Well, because her husband... Yeah. It was the first one off. He just took off. Well, uh, what would you have done? Like, Oh, I would have done the exact same. Uh, screw the rice. No, I know, but like, would you have read... So they all read it together, and then do you stick around to be like, so what are we going to do, or do you just run? Oh, run. I would have... T- especially... So if I was in Rob's place where, like, me sitting at home... I do not know how those roads go and how the paths go. Yeah. Living on the island for, you know, 10 days at this point. Like Rob said, he's walked those paths. He's ran those paths multiple times. Mm -hmm. He knows exactly each one. I would have done the exact same thing. I would have just gone. 
Now, am I as good of a ma- as a magician as Rob and make those fire tokens disappear while I'm yeah, bequeathing where the heck? my clothes to the ground? Where He even pulled his underwear down. I know. I think they were in his pocket. I think and he just was like, pocket. I think he was being so open mm-hmm. the same way that... Uh, he even pulled something out of his pocket saying, does it look like this? Yeah. And Tyson was like, no. So I think that gave him or gave everybody the idea that, oh, Rob has something in his pocket already and it's not that. So if he drops his pants, yeah, that's what it is. If you guys know or suspect where it is, let us know what you guys think. Rob, if you're listening, where were they? We thought for a second they were in his hat uh, because his hat was very tall on his head. Yes. But I think it was just that way for whatever reason. Because then he takes off his hat mm-hmm. and they would have just been sitting on his head. So. I also think the way his shorts work, I think there's like a little zipper on the shorts pocket. Could be wrong, but I, I think that's what I saw. Yeah. That was definitely like a what what moment because mm-hmm. also just the way it was edited, you think Tyson is the first one to find them and then Yeah. Well and Rob's acting. You have no idea. Yeah, see? We still I, I think, love that we still get to see a Boston Rob in action. Yeah. And then Amber's like or he's like, Do you have one? And Amber's like, No, I don't have them. And then yeah. she's like, Well, she would tell you if she did. Yeah, he really was but deserved an Oscar her, for that one. I'm sure he told her after. Yeah. Well, they're s- snuggling. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how awkward it is for everybody else on that island. I don't know. Anyway. Um. Oh. Staying on the island. Ethan. Edge. Yeah. Ethan. Big motivation to stay on. It was interesting because you and I both kind of had the same idea that we thought Ethan was going to go. Those are my snuffles of tears. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, you know, he's really like got a lot going on and um, I'm I'm proud of him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it seems like for a lot of the people on the edge... Their motivation is the people around them. Mm-hmm. Uh, like as as much as their motivation is to get back in the game, that can I think that can only get you so far on the edge because you don't know when that's going to happen and you don't know how it's going to happen and you don't know what you're going to have to do. Or but, if it's going to happen. Or even if it's going to happen. Like, well, obviously, there's going to be a chance, but you don't know if it's going to be you. Right. Um, so having people there... You are a little bit taken out of the game. You can, you're can you not having to vote anyone out. You can start to build real relationships or fall back on relationships that you have mm-hmm. uh, from the past. So it seems like for a lot of them, just like being there together uh, is, is keeping them going. And we really got to see that between Parvati and Ethan. And I just... Ethan's just like such a wholesome player Mm -hmm. i think so um i hope that he can like stick it out and and it would be really cool to see him get back in the game because he is such a favorite if he gets back in i think he's i don't think he might be able to win because he's just such a loved person yeah but also it like still is all about these threats that people either have or 
don't have. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony's like the biggest one who's like terrified and like needs somebody who's a bigger threat than yeah. him. He's and like obsessed. He is. And like, yeah. And last week we got to see him like finally crack and go back to his old ways. And then this week he was more chill mm-hmm. um, because he believes that Denise's uh, move got like moved her up. But Jeremy shot that down real quick and was like, no, Tony's still the biggest threat. Mm-hmm. And I really like Denise said, um, there's big targets in small places. So I, I like that. Uh, just for a, a quote, <laughs> because, you know, she is still a big threat. And, and a lot of this new game is about jury management and a resume. So, you know, she has it, but she doesn't have to, she doesn't have the like full threat that people like Tony and mm-hmm. Rob and them have. So, well, I think also at this point, like Tony and Rob, well, Rob, not so much a threat right now, but even Tony, Tony's not a real threat at this moment. Like, if Tony and Denise were to go to the jury at this moment tony has nothing he's not done anything mm-hmm. at this point is he a threat because how he played in the past absolutely however in this game he's not he's not close denise is now a bigger threat in this game mm-hmm. like if they were starting from scratch you had no histories. Denise would be a bigger threat. But because you know people's past. Yeah. So that's For what sure. that's what makes this game really or like this season so interesting and so different. And Yule had a really good talk, like explanation about, you know, the fire tokens and how that brings a whole different dynamic to the game. So yeah, it's it's uh a lot of strange new dynamics to the game, which could possibly be why a lot of the old players, or now all the older players, are now gone. Mm-hmm. The new ones, I think, I, I think they're more used to seeing change, and I'm sure they all went in expecting change and expecting something new, something different. Or even if they weren't, they've been through it. So now that there is something new, they have already worked with something new. Mm-hmm. And are will- more willing to roll with the punches. Yeah. And I think, like, I feel like we talk about it every week, the old versus new. But it's such a, a mm-hmm. constant throughout the season. Well, especially and... now that all the old ones are gone. Yeah. Old ones plus Natalie. Yes. <laughs> uh but now I think we should talk about something that isn't that new, and that is hidden immunity idols, because mm-hmm. that was causing major drama on the Yara tribe. Yes. Well, with Adams, yeah. I don't know what was going on with him. He's hyper aware and hyper 
maybe like nervous, obviously, and no, just like just jittery. He's never been more certain on Survivor of anything. I know, but like also Sarah you have to put yourself in those situations where you're like, what? And then to not to not know and just feel like everyone's tricking you. Not nice, but yeah, it's funny that. But nobody was Sophie. tricking him. Other than Sophie and Sarah. So. <laughs> so half the trip. Yeah. But like just seeing him and Ben, I think that tribe from the get go was like a mismatch of poop. So now uh, I think once with the merge coming next week, there will be a little bit of uh, Adam can take a breath. Because I don't gonna know what happen though. Because we yeah. saw what happens next week. <laughs> yeah, he's still being he's annoyed, still annoyed by Ben. By ben. <laughs> <laughs> so annoying. <laughs> that was the best. Um. Yeah, Sophie and Sarah, if they keep their their alliance strong, and now they have each a new fire token, they are just gonna. You know, be great. Mm-hmm. I, I like them a lot. Um, also, just to touch on Ben and to bring it back to our motivation. Yes. Ben's motivation this season, yes, he may be a little annoying, but he his like motivation and it's kind of like like Sandra at and like how Sandra got voted out. But their motivations from how they've played before isn't really the same. Like, they're not playing to win, necessarily. But they... Like, well, Sandra's not... That's not a fair assumption. Sarah, or Sandra was definitely playing to win, but she gave that idol and said, no, I let my emotions get the best of me. That's a different game than what she's played before. Her motivations have changed. Same with Ben. Like, Ben wasn't this, like goofy and silly and annoying yeah in his past season but this season he just kind of he he just looks like he's kind of like along for the ride he's like ah there's probably an idol here somewhere let's go come on buddy and mm-hmm. then that's when we see him go, oh, so annoying. <laughs> but like people's motivations seem to have changed like some of them seem to have changed like their motivations for playing even Ethan to bring him back up, like his he's like kind of playing now. He's like I just wanted to prove to my, like I want to prove to myself, which is nice. And it's it's like a tough decision for him to make. I think, kind of going off of what you're saying, um, someone who's just bringing like a different energy to the game than what we saw in their season is Wendell and. I gotta say, I don't like it. I don't like the the character he's bringing. Like, I don't know why we didn't see it last time or if winning a million dollars and kind of becoming Survivor famous, like, changes you and then you come into this game kind of with an attitude. But I don't know. I don't know what happened to him and why he's acting the way he is, but I do not... I want him not, off my team. Yeah, I regret picking him Me for too. my pool because I like to have people who I respect their games and I just like am having a really hard time watching it's like cringy and uh it's really and weird. I don't know what his 
to bring it all back. I don't know what his motivation is. And I think definitely having this past relationship with Michelle and having Michelle on his tribe and acting the way she is, maybe like overtly flirty. It's like messing with him, but I don't know but what it is. But I don't like it, like I said. No, me neither. He's like getting a little too much for me. Yeah. And okay. it's, it might be that he won because he said, like, I don't need you to school me on yeah. how to go to tribal. Like, I played my game. I've won. Like, you've played yours. You won. Like, I, you don't need... Like, don't just... I, I don't like it. I don't no. like Wendell this season and, at all. And, like, none of the big players acted like that at all. Even, like, the way Sandra acts is not like that. There's something, like, personal no. and, like, I'm better than everyone here. And I don't know what it is. But there is something that I want to bring up with you. And we can talk about it here. And it has to do with Wendell. And it is his need to, or how they call it showboating in the show. Mm-hmm. Yule calls it showboating. And we've seen it in the past few challenges where he, like, gets uh, annoyed, you could say, by Jeff. And then has to say things back. Mm-hmm. Um, what and do you then, think his motivation behind that is? Sorry, you were going to keep going. Well, I was just going to say, like, as someone who's seen Survivor, yeah, sometimes I can picture myself playing and, like, really sucking at a puzzle or something and then having Jeff Probst yell, oh, Melissa's not even getting anywhere close. Her tribe is going to lose. Like, he doesn't even say things that bad. But, like, hearing a constant reminder that you're not winning would suck but you don't call it you don't give that much back as like is what shown on the show anyway Mm -hmm. so this week we saw him like trying to get jeff's attention he said i have to get his attention yes and what i think is that if you go back to his um season he had a challenge it was near the very end. It was for the final three spot. And he finished and didn't yell Jeff. And then Laurel finished and she yelled Jeff and Laurel won. And he like rebuttaled it and was like, Jeff, I was done first. And Jeff was like, you know, you have to say my name. I have to see it. So do you think it was that that's like, playing over in his head and he doesn't want to let it happen again. And that was why he was uh, yelling to Jeff the whole time. I didn't think about it, but like you bringing it up and like planting the seed. Absolutely. I think so. Um, Like I'm sure all those, like I'm sure Wendell doesn't even really know that. But then Nick seems to think that him yelling for Jeff, Wendell yelling for Jeff, lost them the challenge. That Mm -hmm. he wasn't paying attention to the challenge. And because of that, they lost by the one second that they did. So, you know, like, and and Nick, I'm sure, watched that season. I'm sure, but I don't think that he's thinking about that right now. I don't think that he has the same thought process mm-hmm. as you. I didn't think about that at all. 
The second you brought it up, absolutely. I think that's why. Yeah. But I did not think about it at all. Well, it was only this week that that happened, that he was like... Because he said... So last week, he was doing the the maze with the balls mm-hmm. that you have to get into the hole without falling through the other holes. And uh, Jeff said something, and he was like, watch me, I'm going to win, or something. Like, said yeah. something, like, cocky. And then this week, we hear him say something back to Jeff, like, ease off or whatever. I forget exactly what it was, but it was something along the lines of ease off, Jeff. And then once they're close, he's calling for Jeff to come look. So there's like two types of showboating here going on. One of them is like making sure Jeff sees and the other one is like being annoyed by Jeff. Yeah, the other one kind of seems like like he's trying to make like a really cool survivor reel. Like of him like being like, watch this, finishing the challenge. You're like, I get it, Jeff. Like how funny I am, you know? Mm-hmm. So, still, my question to you, though, is... So you think that he was doing it because of... Even consciously or, think, su- or I, subconsciously? Yeah, I think possibly subconsciously. But yes, I think it does... I think what happened in Ghost Island does have something to do with how he's acting so then, with Jeff. do you think he blew the challenge? No. You don't think if he hadn't yelled and like lost... Because it was seconds. Like it was less than a second. Could, yeah. could that time have been made up? Obviously, first, we don't know. Well, but. possibly. But there's two people doing the puzzle. And yes, his mind may have been elsewhere. His, motiva- his motivation mm-hmm. during that challenge may not have been... I have to do this as quick as possible. I think his motivation was either split between like, I have to do this, but his mind was also elsewhere. Like I, I bet most of the other players don't even hear Jeff. Yeah. Like we hear him because he's mic'd up and is played through our TV, but like the other people, like they're zoned in. They have one job. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was definitely like an interesting takeaway, especially with his history of challenges and not calling Jeff. Right. So, uh, but then to see that like Nick put a lot of blame on the loss on that. So, so did Yule. Yeah, Yule both of them. Yeah. They, they were kind of sick of it. And we saw a little bit of tribal council where he was, uh, he even admitted in his like um, talking head that he gets a little loud at tribal and then my last point i don't know if you have any more i just want to talk about michelle and i think she's had like a great edit and i feel like i know her more than i did on her actual season um but her other than this like past lovers quarrel with uh wendell her storyline has kind of been like proving herself and proving that she deserves the win because twice now she's made it uh, clear to other players that she has been told that she didn't deserve her win. And that must suck because like, how can you say that? You you won. Um, But I think that her like whole game now is 
completely motivated on proving herself. And I just, I, I hope that she comes out of this and is able to watch or she's watching now and, and seeing that she is playing a good game because I, I like the way she's playing. I hope she's listening and, and hears me say, you go, girl. You get that revenge on Wendell. I hope you vote him out. Huzzah to that. Okay. So that's it for a theme discussion. And now we have some Tribe Has Spoken. All right. So I'll read the first one, which is a great question. So great. And this is from Prince Tiana. Fantastic question. So good that... We probably should have checked this before talking about it because we could have just talked about it in here. But my question is, where did Rob hide those three tokens that was safe from frisking? So we're wondering the same we're thing. We're wondering the same thing. We, ha- we have come to somewhat of a decision that it was in a pocket that had a zipper most likely, uh, but... If Definitely got, wasn't up his butt because he took his pants down. That's true. <laughs> um, if you guys do know, please let us know. Yes, we would love to know. Go back and watch it. We've watched it twice. You guys just have to watch that one section because we really tried. He does put them in his pocket. That's for sure. When he finds the one at the tree, he puts it in his pocket. But then after that, we just see him grab them. Mm-hmm. No idea. We just have another comment from Prince Tiana that says that Val, her boyfriend, partner, is mad that Yule went home. And you know what, Val? So am I. I think he had a great game ahead of him. I I really do like Yule and... If you guys listen to the other, like I've I've talked really well about Yule and how great of a game he's played. But today, or sorry, Wednesday night, last episode, he he tried to go too big, and that's what I've been saying about Yule is that he was playing the perfect game because he was playing both sides, and he was never a target, but he was playing a really good game. Yeah. And then he tried to step it up, and that's what happens. Well, I think he believed that his, this plan was, like, the fire tokens weighed more than strategic uh, threat. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas once Michelle and Nick saw how quickly he came up with that plan and how intense it was... They got a little bit scared and saw his threat more his his threat outweighed the potential of losing a fire token. So uh, he he got got. We just have a comment from just Christina Prince saying, "Thank goodness Adam won immunity. His days were numbered. Otherwise, I think, I think that's accurate. I think Adam was having a, a rough couple days. Yeah." And next week, he's also having another rough couple days of being annoyed, which is, we were laughing because that's pretty much Melissa's life. I am Ben and she is Adam. (laughs) (laughs) So annoying. 
Um, yeah, I think I think Adam was on the wrong side of the numbers on that tribe. And I think that was just it. Like, when the tribes are that small, what can you do? You're either in or you're out. Mm-hmm. Okay, and another one that we kind of touched on, but I'll just say it anyway. Uh, why did Extinction end up with the old schoolers and uh, wonder how you will get back in the game? Tokens. So wondering if tokens will get you back in the game from mm. the Edge of Extinction. I think I think she, gonna, she yeah. has a strong suspicion that that's going to be the case. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> I believe that um, it will definitely. You could maybe buy an advantage to help you in a challenge. I don't think they'll didn't, give up the challenge to get back in the game. Didn't that already happen on a season where you could use something and they were like. Or no, it wasn't an advantage, but it was like a disadvantage to other people. No, I think for challenge, I think Devin's got a oh, advantage, yeah. right? And then he did end up getting back in the game. Something like that. Yeah. I think that's it. Don't quote us on that, people. No, we'll have to fact check that. Um, and yeah, the old schoolers, like we said before, we think that. Th- one, they're mostly the people who have targets. And two, the game is just a little bit more complex than when they started. Or when they played. Mm-hmm. So. I think it's kind of like what I mentioned earlier. Like the new ones are more likely to roll with the punches. Because mm-hmm. they've already, like they've played and gone through changes. Whereas somebody like Amber who played on season two was like it was... I guess they were also going through changes as well because it was a very new show. But at least, like, they went through season one. Season two is still pretty basic, but now they're just... Like, most most of them didn't even play with hidden immunity idols. Yeah. Which I didn't even know existed. I didn't know that time existed in Survivor. I thought that was <laughs> always a thing. Nope. Okay. And that's it. Thank you to all the submissions this week. Yes, happy to have him this week. Glad we remembered to put that yeah. out. Glad to get the tribe back together while apart. Yes. Stay safe, well, everyone. two meters apart each. Yes. Me and Melissa are actually two meters apart right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now it's my favorite part of the show where we choose our players of the week. Yes. And it's your turn to go first. I picked for Outwit. That was a phone. Old, yeah, that was strange. <laughs> but I picked Outwit Nick. Oh, Nick. I like it. Nick seemed to be the first one to pick up, from the edit at least. Uh, Nick seemed to be the first one to pick up on what Yule was doing. While Yule was talking about it, like the camera's kind of on Nick's face while Yule's speaking. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of see the the gears turning in in Nick's head, and he then I believe he then has a talking head about it. Um, so I just kind of saw that as like a pretty witty play to catch on to that, because mm-hmm. it that is a dangerous play for what Yule was doing. That was really dangerous, because if if he did do that and like success su- successfully, that's a great play. So for sure, 
good for good on Nick to to catch on. Good job, Nick. Uh, my pick for outwit is Michelle. Uh, like I kind of went into before, I think she has uh, she's set out a big task for herself, um, and and I think she's the only person who is asking her to do it. But she's trying to prove her win from last time, and she's also just playing a great game. She's using like. I think she's using flirtiness to her advantage, and I think it's kind of throwing Wendell off just from my perspective of watching. I don't know anything about the relationship, but it seems like her her ability to be so comfortable around him is making him, like, as she said, shake in his boots because mm-hmm. he seems so awkward, and she's just, like, rolling with it and just, like, acting like, you know what, we're going to have to live and right so kudos to her and also um her she she used the fire token to her advantage and tried to get wendell on her side which hopefully it works out for her because she ended up voting with him and not against Mm -hmm. him so good pick thank you um for outplay because we have no rules, I picked Yara. That's two wins in a row. That's that's crazy. Mm-hmm. Especially with uh, Ben and Adam, who lost essentially every challenge. Got rid of Rob. And then now they're winning challenges. Yeah. And, and there's... Like, sorry. Oh, no. Go ahead. I was going to say, they're slow and steady approach which can Mm -hmm. be scary i think like immediately you just want to do things as fast as you can um but with this challenge the way that they like took it slow and steady they won the race Mm -hmm. like the old turtle versus the the hare (laughs) exactly no it it was a it was a good it, it was a good call in this sense yeah i think it's a good call for survivor like I said, Yule went too fast. He was taking his time, and then went too fast and got voted off. I think that's the kind of the same thing. Because like, if you take it too slow, it might not work out. Because they pretty much got lapped, mm-hmm. almost got lapped. So if that wasn't enough, they were screwed. Yeah. But they played it perfectly, and ended up making it through. And you know they won last week and again this week. So. And also for anyone, uh, also, there was a reward challenge this week that they just didn't have enough time for, Uh, but the winner won pizza, so don't know who won. Like, just give it to us. Who cares if we have an hour and a half of Survivor? I know. Then we could, for all the people in my pool, we could be making more points, but whatever. Um, There are pictures of the challenge if you look online so i my, for my outplay i picked nicholas mm. nick uh even though he lost he had to do a game he had to uh do a challenge that he'd previously done and sucked at as we were reminded by jeff um and, you know, like, that can bring a lot of motivation to win because you're trying to, like, prove that you can do it. 
and then he still didn't, but not for lack of effort. They were so close. Mm-hmm. And, oh, and the way that he was just kind of like reining Wendell in, um, he was like, okay, let's just focus on this. And sometimes that's, that's hard to do because I, I think, I know you said that maybe they don't hear Jack, but I also think they do, and he doesn't always have nice things to say. So mm-hmm. he was just able, well, he tried his best to just keep Wendell going. So, and it's always, it always sucks to lose at something you've already lose, lost. <laughs> oh, no. Like that word. Yeah. I lose. Goodbye. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I don't know. That's a good pick, I guess, because you love Nick. Yeah. All right, my at last. You want to hear my at last? Okay. Picked somebody you would have never guessed. Although last time I said that we picked the same person. I picked Kim. Oh. Kim for at last. Okay. Do I think she's gonna win? Mm, not a hundred percent sure. However, her on to call right now. She's aligned with uh, Tony. Pepperoni Tony. Pepperoni Tony. Crazy Pepperoni Tony. And she's also aligned now with Denise. So she's kind of doing like the both sides thing, but is like pretty under the radar about it. And uh, she seems to be in a stronger alliance with Denise and Jeremy. But she's still able to keep Tony like on the side. Mm -hmm. I think she's well aligned. Yeah. Which I think that's why I picked my pick last week. But like those those good alliances and being able to like spread out. And I also, I didn't pick her, but I put a little side note because I did want to mention and give a little shout out. Uh, I said, Michelle is great and came to play. Even after that wipeout. <laughs> oh, yeah. she wasn't really there to play at that point she like jogged it off like if you fall your team's waiting for you hustle oh, that, like, looked, that was a bad fall yeah it was pretty bad she like skid on a balance beam but anyway. i did say michelle was great and came to play i put that in my little notes nice um my outlast did you hear the because I have two. And it is Sophie and Sarah. Just because they are a killer duo and they need to stick together because mm-hmm. now they have Sarah's advantage, Sophie's immunity idol, and they've just been bequeathed two more tokens. Right. And now they're going into the merge and they kind of look alike. So that's cool too. They both start with S. They just like... First two-time, two-time at once female winners this season. (laughs) You heard it here, folks. (laughs) Yeah. Jeff has no choice. No, but I I really think that they are strong. Obviously, one of them will have to win and one will lose, but I'm not going to make any predictions. Um, But I just, like, all the power to them because they have all the power. Hallelujah. I like them both. I like their little, their little friend. Like it seems like they actually are forming a friendship. And they somehow were able to like get 
any suspicion off them mm-hmm. and fully throw it on the two boys and made them go head to head. So going into the merge now, they have a strong alliance and Adam and Ben hate each other. So like no, um, uh, Adam hates Ben. I don't think Ben likes Adam that yeah, much that's either. Fair. True. Anywho. Uh, oh. Who said the title of the episode? Boston Rob. Yes. When he was like, "We're in the, we're in the, we're in the finals. We're now. in the majors. We're in the majors, and I'm hitting seven fifty. I'm the best there's been." That was my next question. <laughs> I figured you knew who said the quote, but I was going to ask you what he's batting. Was it seven fifty? It's seven fifty. I love baseball. <laughs> Melissa, the baseball master. All right. Well, okay. that's uh, guys. That's it. That's all we have to say. Tune in next week if you want more. Yep. That's all. You have to wait for another few days until another episode of Survivor, and then another episode of us, and and uh, and I just can't take it anymore. <laughs> all right. Well. Thanks for listening to Melissa's pan-American Trans-Atlantic accent. Transatlantic accent. And uh, if you guys want to hear more, you guys can find it on uh, Instagram. I don't know. We'll post a video. It's not on there right now, but uh, we'll post a video. Of um, my transatlantic accent? Yeah, sure. Why not? If the people wanted to give them what they want. let That's them, all we can do right now. Let them listen to the accent. Um, yeah, so thanks for tuning in. And... We would appreciate all the subscribers and downloads and followers on Instagram. Uh, You can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Please, if you don't mind, hit that subscribe button. Maybe give us a review. Maybe make it five stars. That would be the most appreciated. Um, But, you know, let us know how, how you think we're doing. Send us a message on Instagram. Send us an email. This week on Survivor at gmail.com. And, uh, and yeah, it's all, it's all very much a nice thing to do. Yeah. Share it around with your friends. Everybody's in quarantine this week. Yeah. I see so many people being like, what should I do? Just, and that's when you step in and say, I-, I know what you can do. And then you take your headphones, tape them to their ears, and you hit play on all of our episodes. Yeah. You you know, we don't even have to be that great. It's time killer. Whatever. And 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 it is great. <laughs> it is, yes. So. The accent. <laughs> That's how we end every show. Melissa's accent. No, it's not. Well, not the first like three, but lately. Okay. Anyway, so uh yeah. Sorry. We're still gonna do this next week. So uh tune in and we'll find out what happens. Next week on Survivor. Survivor.